Oh my goodness. Wow. You guys just <laughs> just wow. <laughs> so you're doing an unboxing of a huge package that smells like wood with your wife. <laughs> One, cut a hole in the box. Two, put your junk in that box. Three, make them open the box. <laughs> Great episode, guys. Hey, guys. Tim Shorts of Gothridge Manor doing a lunchtime podcast on Monday. Yes, the disdain in my voice, I'm not trying to hide. A morning of dealing with some pretty hardcore issues and whatnot, which I will not go into detail. And then some annoying little issues where uh, my phone was shut off because I broke my other card and I ordered a new card. Well, it has a new, new like number stuff on it. So I updated it online, but apparently that wasn't good enough. So I had to go into the store and update it, but I didn't know that until I didn't have any service. Minor annoyance, but still took time out of my day. I did not have. And then the fact that for some reason all the gas tanks are all screwed up around here and they won't take cards. You have to have cash. And luckily I drove around. I almost ran out of gas trying to find gas. Uh, so welcome to Monday, I guess. But onward. Yeah, I only got to do this for another 20 years. Yay. Uh, yeah, oh, in the opening. <laughs> Spike Pitt and Rob C. Messages from Ivy's and mine little podcast about our unboxing. Recently, I saw the meme where there was a Reaper talking to a guy that said, your miniature order was just dropped off with your wife. And he goes, do you want to come with me now or run by the house first? And I thought that was pretty funny. So I thought we'd do an, um, have her do an unboxing with it because she doesn't know what's in it. She doesn't know what I ordered. And... Uh, you know, she doesn't care what I spend on, on this stuff. I mean, I, I kind of buy stuff regularly, but I don't spend a ton, ton. At least I try not to. And then if I do, I always make sure we get some budget and plan or plan ahead for that kind of thing. But, uh, yeah, so we, so that was a lot of fun. We had, uh, I got some guy parked in front of me just staring at me now. What the hell? Go do, the, the whole parking lot is empty. And he's like stopped in the middle of the way and he's just looking in here watching me talk. <sighs> yeah. Anyways. Oh, there he goes. Go away. Good boy. Um, yeah, that was a lot of fun to do just to have her, her reaction and, and whatnot. And of course, you know, of course she, she went to, she got dirty, which I knew she would. So she's funny with that. So that's that, I guess that's what Colin's wow. wow oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it was very funny. So, speaking of funny, I got Mr. Joe the lawyer with another. Uh, he's got a voicemail for me, and it was hilarious. So, uh, Joe's coming up, and thank you, Joe, for leaving this one. It's pretty good. Yo, man, a mid-podcast. Goddamn right, I look for every clue I could get. You shit the death trap. You broke me. You're damn right. I'm not going. In. I'm just happy I lived. 
You know, I mean, every encounter, it's it's a fucking miracle that I lived. You think that it, you get tougher, you get bigger, you get stronger. No, no, shit gets tougher, bigger, stronger too. I just want to curb stomp some motherfucker someday. That's all. Just curb stomp them just because I'm a badass. Never hit that point though. I just, every time I get tougher, they get more tougher. I'm, motherfucker. No shit, I haven't finished a goddamn dungeon. Jesus Christ, man. It, it just, it's just scarier and scarier. That's all, that's all that happens. <laughs> am, I, am I ever going to hit the level where I just like walk around like the God of War? No, I don't think so. There'll be like three gods beating my ass down. That's all it comes down to. I look for every clue I could get. Mm hmm. Yep. Son of a bitch. This is, uh, it's been a hell of an experience. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. And yeah, if we're doing uh, Scooby Doo voices, I'm definitely Shaggy because you know he was a fucking pothead. Totally. Later. So that was Joe, Broken Joe. Apparently, I broke him from exploring all the dungeons. I I, I kind of want to get a T-shirt that says "I broke Joe the lawyer." I think that would, I think it would be one of my favorite T-shirts. <laughs> Thanks for calling in, Joe. I promise not to be too scary next time. Hey guys, Tim Shorts, Gothridge Manor, doing a lunchtime podcast. I've been trying to get this thing out for since last week, actually. So it's kind of been doing a lot of false starts and just really... Haven't been into it lately, and that's kind of part of uh, what this cast is about today. It's called Game Fatigue. Uh, in my business, they call it Compassion Fatigue, which I've had for 25 years. Uh, but for this, for Game game Fatigue, doesn't happen to me too often anymore. It hasn't for a long time. I used to get it every once in a while. Like if, if I play more than once a week back in the day or twice a week, I would get, I would just like get drained. I'm not really sure why, because I'd have a great time and get together with friends and, you know, have fun, but, you know, it would still drain me. But for the past, I don't know, couple, two, maybe three years, I've been able to game steady for two to three times a week with no issues whatsoever. Nothing. I've actually thrived on it, looked forward to it, kept me motivated. But I kind of run into this fatigue wall recently where it's not that I don't want a game. It's more that I just don't have, I don't have anything to give to it right now. I'm kind of, kind of, brrr. now this, this feeling might not last very long. I'm, I'm, tomorrow I might wake up and go, hell yeah, let's do a new campaign. But probably not. Um, usually in the summertime, I'll take some some weeks off or a month off or something like that, just to just take a break, enjoy the summertime, and do that. And I'm thinking about doing that in August, uh, where I might just take a break from all the gaming and just kind of enjoy the summer as much as I can and everything. And uh, like tonight, I actually called off. I, I called off game tonight. I don't call off games. When I'm the when I'm the game master, I I think this is the first game night I've called off and I don't know quite a while. I think the only one I did that was somewhat recently is because I had a migraine and that can't be helped. So, but uh, but this is the first time I'm just like guys, I just I just don't have it tonight, man. I said I apologize, but 
you know, uh, I, I, I got nothing. And, uh, and they're, they're all, of course, they're all cool about it because they all have their canceled a lot more than I do, actually. So, so yeah, I'm sure everybody out there has some sort of form of this. Um, it's temporary, I know that. I, the thing is, though, is I'm really enjoying myself doing some game prep. That's the thing. Um, I've been writing this one. I'm trying to get back into blogging a little bit more, get back into my writing um, more other things besides the adventure things. I need to need to exercise my brain in some other ways again. So I'm writing uh, an article about urban making uh, blah blah rewind. Let's start again. <laughs> uh, I'm writing a blog post about how to make like these shopping adventures that my players have been going on lately, how to make them a bit more exciting or at least more gameable than just looking at lists and checking price and prices and that. And I want it to be I want it to be something that moves the game forward besides restocking stuff. So I've kind of started an article for that. Got it partly way written through, but I'm also creating like uh, a few, uh, what do you call it, random tables. And the random tables I made are kind of specifically for my campaign, but I'm going to put them up there and people can take them off. When I do random tables, a lot of times though, I'll do random tables of like unique things. So they're not really, you know, you can't, yeah, I mean, you can replay them, but most of them are for a specific incident or uh person or you know time whatever it's usually you use it and then you it's not really usable again so what i end up doing is i'll make a random encounter table and usually it's a um like a 2d6 table to give it a little bit of a bell curve and then i'll put in i'll, I'll so i'll fill in those encounters and then i'll make extra encounters to plug in later so say you know, you roll a seven, which is your primary one. I think seven. I think the ones that I have, like, uh, like six, seven, and eight. I I try to make those counters always reusable. So if I roll them over and over, you know, it's a feasible thing. I think one of them is like, you know, an animal gets loose or whatever. But for some of the other ones, like if you get into four or five, and you and you roll that again, then I have this other table that you can draw from. So you have like usually two or three or four extra encounters that are kind of set to the side just in case you roll the same thing twice just to give a little bit of variety and and so you can plug and play in those things and I do I'm, I'm doing one for the daytime and then I'm doing one for the nighttime because I got that you know that's the old uh, first edition dungeon masters guide way of doing things and I thought it might be fun I have to I don't have a random table of uh, strumpets tarts Harlots, oh gosh, all those wonderful names, <laughs> prostitute names that they, Gary Gygax got his thesaurus out or whatever and listed like every, every one in there in its own table, which is always fun. Uh, but you know, when we were little, that was like one of our favorite random tables in the book. Uh, but yeah, I, I, while I am fatigued as hell from gaming, I still want to create I just want to do it in a different way right now, I guess is what I'm saying. I don't want to take the 
take a little bit of break. I'm still going to be doing running games though, but I'm going to tell the guys probably sometime in probably in August I'll I'll take a few weeks off or something like that. Just to recharge and just kick back and just not have any commitments after work. So if Ivy and I want to go do something, we can run and go do stuff like that. Because, you know, when you're running games two times a week and then possibly I have an optional third time a week that I kind of use for folks, you know, that's that takes up a lot of time, especially when you're running two of those games and doing all the prep work for it. And when I start doing the article, or I'll uh, do a, do a cast about that. That might be later on tonight or uh, maybe tomorrow night or something. I'm not sure. But... Yeah, I think that's it, guys. I'm I'm kind of fried. I hope everybody else is doing well, and you know I'm enjoying my game. Don't get me wrong. I love my gaming. I'm still drawing my maps. Still enjoying getting together with the with all the guys and just having a you know just laughing about stuff. Uh, Monday night's game, we didn't didn't get to, so. The previous week was the shopping week, and this week ended up kind of being. A post shop <laughs> not a lot got done but a lot got done it's weird the the players themselves they kind of uh, got out of scorn after a brief evening stay there and they, they uh, kind of interacted with some of the the people in scorn and they also made an ally with one of the tavern owners the inn owner and uh, that that uh, was a nice positive thing. They returned back to what was it? Uh, Houndshead, and they end up getting the land. They were it's funny because they were worried about getting this land grant so they could build there, and they were wondering what they're going to have to do and how much money it was going to cost, and and they you know they were wondering what they're going to do, and then they approached Ivanov, and they were just about to launch into their big spiel about. How they wanted a land grant he's like oh yeah here, here's this and then he just kind of hands it to him and and continues having the conversation with the other guy and they open it up and it's a land grant and they're like what wait wait that's it he's like yeah yeah there's there's your land go build it the only thing you got to do is you got to protect it and protect everybody else's stuff and once you do that you're good to go you pay taxes like everybody else and they're just like okay <laughs> and then we got into a little bit of the details i tried to do like a real um, quick calculations of how much things were going to cost because now they want to—they only wanted to build a 10 by 20 building. I was like, good grief! That's like you know, bunk bedroom for somebody or something like that. It's not very, not very big. I don't think they realized how small that was. But they're going to start off with that and then build on. They—they've got some money. And then what they, I had them do too—not had them, but they hired a concierge. What I in my game world, there's these guys who make their living being adventurer concierge basically it's your steward you know except without the nobility title they just know these guys have a lot of money but they're always out they need to get shit done and so this guy's going to take care of it much better than they would while they're out adventuring he takes care of things and they got themselves actually a really good one usually for that kind of thing I roll like a d20 to see like the quality of the the person. Then what I do to kind of do as a, as a adjustment, 
I take all their Christmas bonuses and add or subtract them all together and that's what they get plus on that die just because it's just a little motivator because charisma in my game is not a dump stat it definitely can have some effect on but and they happen to get a really good one so they, they kind of lucked out because their charisma bonuses sucked <laughs> yeah but uh then they took out then they found this guide and uh the guide prompt just wanted them to go in Okay, the guide knew that they were going into this this certain dungeon, and he he his brother was lost in there a month ago or a couple months ago or something like that, and he wants them to just he's got a, a rune of recall, and the rune itself a rune or a recall rune and, and then a scroll of recall, so that way they can just teleport the body back with them or or have his brother teleport. Because the runes are are anchored to a certain spot of land, and they don't know where this is going to be. But uh, the brother, out, you know, if he was a guide there, while they're down there, could they look for him? And, uh, oh man, Joe just bitched about this guy. All you did was take us up the road, and take us to the right. I'm like, yeah, yeah, Joe, whatever. That's. That, Rod grubs, rod grubs are gonna come. I'm gonna break you, Joe, again. <laughs> so I had this guy kind of help them, and what if uh, as long as you have this guy as a guide, he kind of knows the Comor Forest really well. So basically, they were able to get to this location, which is not an easy. It's not that far away, but it's hard to find because of the forest around is super dense. And he helped them avoid wandering monsters or random encounters, whatever you want to call them. Uh, there was still the chance of it, but their chances, instead of rolling, I think for every, in the Comor Forest, I roll usually twice per hex, and a one and two, there's an encounter. But with him along, I roll once, and uh, you have to roll a one. So, I mean, your the chances go down dramatically. And then also, the, he knew right where the entrance to this dungeon was. But Joe just thought, oh, whatever, Joe. <laughs> Trying to justify how he's going to kill him. I don't know why he wants to kill him, but okay, whatever. All, like I said, always say, everything in my campaign world is meant to be destroyed. So, hack away, my man. There are no darlings. Um, but, uh. Yes, and that's the re and that that's sort of the the reason why I did this article because I don't think I thought the shopping thing went actually went fairly well, but there's definitely a lot of things I could have done better. And I want to usually if I write about it, it gets me to thinking about it more, of course, and which helps me improve it more. I hope. So, yeah. So that, that, I guess that was your two-parter for the day. First part's basically on campaign fatigue and as you can, or gaming fatigue, but as you can tell, my creative mind is still racing and still wanting to, to do things, but uh, I got to, probably going to take a break from gaming here pretty soon, so. All right, guys, that's it. I'm out of here. I already said that once, but I mean it, I mean it this time, so. Go roll some dice. Go roll them better than me. Go on. Go.